Hello. Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens because of who Jesus is and what He has done. I am Inez Franklin, your host for today. Today's reading is from Proverbs 16, verse 2. All a person's ways seem pure to them, but motives are weighed by the Lord. A person's ways, as this passage is telling us in Hebrews, refers to a path, a track, a road, a journey. So all a person's ways or paths or journey seem pure to them. In this proverb, we're seeing a contrast between our intention for purity and the reality of our motives. And, and this word again, in in this proverb for motive, it's a word that kind of has a root in spirit. So it's actually referring to the the depth of our soul, our spiritual depth of motivation for doing things. So in our ways, in our desire to seek for purity, what is the deep motive behind that? And the proverb reminds us that it is God who weighs all of it, who decides if it is indeed pure or not. Scripture reminds us of this all the time. We see a number of Proverbs saying this. We're reminded of the providence and power of God to see everywhere and everything. Nothing is hidden before him. We see this in Hebrews chapter 4, where it says, Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom you must give an account. Luke 12, 2 says, There's nothing concealed that will not be disclosed or hidden that will not be made known. And then there's another similar proverb that repeats today's proverb, but slightly different wording, where it says, all a person's ways seem right to him, but the Lord weighs the hearts. We see this in scripture time and time again, that it is the Lord who tests our motives and our heart. And it's important for us to remember because we tend to deceive ourselves. I know this is a challenging devotional today. You know, all of us, are likely to have impure motives, even for the good things that we do. As much as we try to be humble and we try to study our motives, there's a good chance that we miss something that we are self-deceiving ourselves. Now, I'm a perfectionist. No one has to encourage me to be self-critical. And as a matter of fact, I have a critical voice in my head going all the time. I'm constantly beating myself down. That is not what we're talking about here. We're talking about self-criticism as we're, as we're talking about here, it's, it's the constructive kind that's actually looking at things for what they are. My self-critical mindset is actually very demeaning and, con- and it's c- contempt to myself. That's not what God wants me to do. Nevertheless, I do think God wants me to look at my areas of brokenness and be honest about them. A book I really enjoyed about this subject is a book called I Told Me So. The Role of Self-Deception in Christian Living, and it was written by Greg A. Ten Elsa. Now, he makes the point that in some sense, self-deception is a human strategy that sometimes can be helpful, such as, I know this is a simple example, but, you know, when we tell ourselves, working out is going to be so fun today, when in reality, we don't want to do it at all. We kind of deceive ourselves so we can go do something that's important and healthy for us. And he makes many other examples in the book. But self-deception has a dark side. 
It prevents us from examining ourselves, our thoughts, our actions, our intentions, even our self-deception. And the reality is we're all vulnerable to the full measure of truth, which sometimes can completely outdo us, right? When we actually recognize the brokenness in us. I think that's why scripture says that no one can look on the face of God and live because his purity will break us down. And we see that, right, in the story of Isaiah. When he's before the Lord, he cries out, Woe to me! I am ruined, for I'm a man of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Isaiah ends up down to the ground as though he was dead. That's the effect when we are facing the reality of perfect truth before us. I remember Peter as well. When he saw Jesus, he fell to his knees and said, Go away from me, Lord. I'm a sinful man. Sometimes when we see the extent of our brokenness, we're overwhelmed. And while, yes, it might be hard to see some of this part of ourselves, it will help us seek and experience a greater humility. And in that sense, our greater gratitude and joy as the Holy Spirit moves in our hearts to remove these impurities, to help us clarify where our hearts need more and more of God's grace. And that's a constant tension. It's very easy for us to get that wrong. Ten Elshoff makes the point that there are three ways to move towards greater truth about ourselves and our motives. To get this um, balance right about proper self-criticism that doesn't destroy our hearts, but at the same time, a self-deception that doesn't hide the reality of our motives. And he says three things. He says, die to self, which of course, this is Jesus' teaching, right? Actively seeking to end our deceptions and our addictions and our connections to things, our dependence on anything that's not of God. Second thing is to engage in a diverse community, a community of people who are not constantly parroting back to us our beliefs and our preconceptions, that we're actually being challenged in some of the things that we're holding as hard truths and not willing to reconsider our our deep motives. And the third one is to foster communion with the Holy Spirit, who graciously, graciously, lovingly, and mercifully will convict us of our sin and regulate our deceptive hearts, but we'll do so in love and gentleness. I can't tell you how many times in my life I have experienced the gentleness of the Holy Spirit nudging me to make a correction, but I always feel loved as he does so. All of this will help us be self-aware of our tendency to be too sure of our position or speaking too strongly against others, and it'll help us have a sense of proper humility. Let me pray for us. Lord Jesus, I thank you for this incredible truth and reminder today. Not an easy thing to do because we either self-deceive or we beat ourselves up. Neither one is what you want, oh God. You want us to have a healthy, true, and accurate view of ourselves before you and you alone, O oh God. Because in your presence, O oh Lord, while our brokenness is raw and real, nothing is hidden. It is also available to the grace that you've given us. And so, Lord, today we want to open our hearts to you to examine, to help us clean out, go into the, uh, the house of our hearts and clean out all those things, Lord, that offend you and actually destroy us and destroy others. For we will be much clearer on our need for you. And from there, we can be gracious and grateful and gentle with ourselves and one another. We thank you for this truth in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.